what's up everyone welcome back it's episode 11 take two of episode 11 i should say of the empire sports network podcast we had a nice episode last night i'm not gonna name names no so that, that's just mean but we were up late last night and you know someone so someone fucked up we we forgive we forgive no, you I mean, joe well, whatever it's okay we're here this morning now nice thursday morning with my two good friends mr joe martier and the jerk off skin <laughs> Welcome back, guys. Hello. Thank you for having. Appreciate it. Excited for another yeah. episode. Happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully this one is just as good as last night. I mean, no, a lot of things. Some things did change between the time. Uh, you know, we, we were recording originally during the uh, Pelicans and Thunder game. Now we know the result of it, so it makes it a lot easier. But we're gonna backtrack to the beginning of the play-in. And that's with the Hawks versus the Heat. Um, a nice game, some some should say. Some people have personal situations with that game. I know someone here bet them in a parlay and uh, not too happy with the result. No, Hawks should have lost. A dirty lollipop and the boys should have lost. Dirty lollipop and the boys. <laughs> Don't Do not disrespect Trey Young like that. He is good. He's good. Don't get it twisted. He's a great player. Still a dirty lollipop. Skin, what are your thoughts on the game? I didn't see Atlanta winning that game, but I was surprised more the fact that Miami lost. I mean, I thought they'd win at home, but now they'll get another shot. I know we have, we all have our thoughts on the play-in tournament, but I guess we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that later. See, you can't jump ahead because we you know the topics already. So that's why I'm just saying up last night. Yeah, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's gonna be it's gonna be a nice episode today. I promise. It's gonna be a good one. Don't, I'm not, no stress, as some people would say, namaste. Namaste. All right, on to the next game. Make it quick. Joe, you're happy about this game. Lakers beat the Timberwolves. I know I'm kind of annoyed. I know I'll be the first one to say it. You did prove me wrong. I know when you were here last time, I said, yeah, fuck the Lakers. They ain't making the playoffs. They were, what, like the 11th or they 12th were, seed at the time? Yeah, at the time, they were low. Yeah, now they fought their way up. Now they're the seventh seed, and hey, they won the first playing game, so good for them. Yep, they did. I know, especially with the Timberwolves. I mean, aside from the fact that they lost Gobert, I think they they were still a young team to the point that they were not ready to go up to LeBron and AD. I mean, obviously the other guys are huge role players for the teams, but I don't think they were ready for that kind of matchup. But I yeah. don't know. I still, I still have faith in Cat and Edwards. Those, those, those two guys are dogs. No, I definitely think they'll pull out. Thinking about it, I, I don't think. I think they could pull out this next game because now it's against the Thunder. Yes, I mean they were yeah, they were think... huge underdogs in that game. None of the sports books gave them a chance. I remember the Lakers were minus four hundred at one point in the day, and I took them in my parlay money line. And that's why I only, with basketball, I only bet the money line. I don't trust points because when I bet on players or teams, they forget how to sport. So I stay away from spreads like that. Except for except for football and uh, football and baseball, I'll do spreads sometimes. But basketball, I'll do strictly Fuck money spread line. And spread and baseball. and baseball is tough. You know how many times I did plus one and a half for teams? They would lose by like two or three runs. Now, fuck that. No, nah, the only ball. time the only time I'll bet on a team is if I think they're minus one and a half, or I'll throw them p- plus three and a half. That's the no. only time I'll do a spread. 
You know what's good? Spreads in hockey. The <laughs> plus minus hockey. one and a half. Those that won me money. I mean, yeah, I know you guys don't do hockey. Speaking so, of hockey, real quick before we get into it, these two jerk offs don't know NHL. So if you guys nope. want to know NHL stuff, just go to the TikTok later on, either today, tomorrow, maybe Saturday, and I'll just do a nice little video for you guys about the playoffs and all that fun stuff. All right, back to basketball. <laughs> the Timberwolves are definitely going to advance to the real playoffs. I do not think the Thunder will be advancing. But with the Lakers, that was a huge win for them, and I think they have they have a good matchup now in the first round of the playoffs, and I think that it was huge for them to to win the first game and end up as the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, because now you're playing the Grizzlies instead of the Nuggets. I think the Grizzlies will probably have the better matchup for the Lakers, I would say, but... I mean, I think either or. I think the Lakers story ends here. But we'll, give it, we'll get into the future rounds in a little bit. Last night, two games happened. Bulls, Raptors. Bulls pulled through. So now it will be the Bulls versus the Heat on Friday night for that eighth spot. And the winner of that game will play the Bucks. So what are your thoughts on the game last night? Game happening on Friday. Who do you think is going to pull out and play the Bucks? I thought the Bulls played well, and I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but I think the Heat are going to win the game. They'll go up against the Bucks, and then that we will know what's going to happen there. But I definitely nah. think I think the Bulls, they did play a good game. So one thing, I was watching the game at my girlfriend's, and one thing that we noticed was whenever the Raptors were shooting free throws, this little girl, you just hear this little girl shrieking. It's DeMar DeRozan's daughter. I know, so we were watching it, and I didn't know who it was at first. I thought it was just some, like, fan, young fan. And I'm like, I don't know who this girl is, but shes I bet you anything she's going to be. She's going to be credited for why they, they missed 50% of free throws. And I was like, she's going to be on TikTok or something. She's gonna, It's going to go unnoticed. That's how I know about it. <laughs> exactly. And then I'm watching SportsCenter this morning right before this. And, of course, I see it's Tamar DeRozan's daughter. So, so is that fair or foul? That's fair. Absolutely, that's fair. Are you kidding me? They, so, get, they, get, they give people those bangers literally right yeah. behind. You know, if you could but give like, them that. But, but she's courtside. <laughs> yeah, well, look at Mr. Whammy. Mr. Whammy throws his, yeah, his juju yeah. on the court. We so. have Mr. Whammy. Yeah. So what exactly That's was she doing? She was just shrieking. Screaming. Like, sh- no, no, she was not screaming. <laughs> she, was, she was shrieking. Like, like you would think that someone was about to stab her. Like, and, like, like whenever you grab someone by the balls and, like, the noise they make, that's the noise she was doing. Wow. Like, <laughs> at every free throw, and they literally shot 50% from the line, which is insane. So, I definitely, I don't know, it's definitely fair. Like, it is what so it is. So, that being said, I think I'm taking the Bulls to win against the, the Heat. I'll take the Bulls if, if she's there again. I'll take the Bulls. And my boy, Mr. Zach Levine. Z- yes. Levine, right? Okay. Well, I, not I not Levine. Right now. Not Levine, Levine. Levine. He is also a dog who I... He went off last night. And was it last he night? Didn't no, go off. Night. That game was in yeah, Chicago. Was that night, game yeah. was in Chicago, yeah. though, right? I think no, so. No, it was in Toronto. No, it was in Toronto. So it was yeah, in Toronto? They yeah. showed Jurassic Park Bulls outside. The Bulls are the 10 seed. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. But I was reading that she's not going to I mean. be at the next game. Maybe it has something to do with because DeRozan used to play there. They, I guess they live there still. I have no idea. 
So I heard something that no, no. Has something they'll, to do they'll with fly missing school. I heard something no, to do they'll, with they'll missing school, so I don't know. But if how old I'm, is she? I'm like sure. Three? No. She, Bro, she's a little screech? girl. She's got to be like twelve. Jesus. She's got to be like twelve years old. No way, she's three Damn. years old. She's walking around on the court, <laughs> chilling. Not that three-year-olds can't, but like you know, she was like, she was a mini person. But yeah, Hasbulla. <laughs> a little bit taller, Hasbulla. <laughs> well, oh shit! Person, so. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> All right. So last night, another game happened. Uh, Thunder Pelicans. You know, while we were recording last night, the Pelicans were up at halftime. And then we all, all three of us said, "Yeah, they'll pull out." They did not pull out. They, they uh, kind of all choked up. a little bit towards the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. Thunder pulled you... through one by seven. So hey, no, now it's only one th- by four. No, one twenty-three to one eighteen. Uh, right, no, that's five. That's I'm five. stupid. Wow, I I can't yeah. math this morning. Wow. <laughs> It's, it's all skin's fault. It's all skin's yeah, fault. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So the Thunder will play the Timberwolves, and the winner of that game will go on to play the Nuggets. Yeah. So, so. what are you guys' thoughts on uh, that game last night? I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys saw the highlights or anything because you know we wasted our time. Thanks, skin. I, I mean, did see the highlights. I thought the Thunder weren't going to win that game. Now I I think they have a chance to win this next game against the Timberwolves, but. I still think the Timberwolves will win. I was going to say that uh, Shy shot a low of seven points in the first half. He's never done that in a game. So I definitely think that it was stage fright for him coming into the game. Um, and that was a big re- reason as to why they were down by so much in the first half. And then I mean, third quarter. 32 points, so he had a, he had a decent... Uh, third, well, yeah, had second, second half. half. Yeah, third, the third quarter, him and I think his name is Giddy. Yeah, yeah combined, Josh Giddy. They, yeah, they combined for yeah. twenty nine of the points in the third in the thirty nine point third quarter. Yeah, yeah Giddy yeah. was a rebound shy of a triple double, so that, that's. I mean, he had, a, he had a great game. I would say. No, he's but good. I, I he's on his way. I don't see the Thunder making it past the, the Timberwolves. I think Timberwolves are a good team. It's gonna be tough. I think it's so gonna be either, tough yeah. anyway. But Listen, um, well, if so, Go should be back, so I I think Minnesota's yeah. got it. Yeah, he had a nice one game suspension for, but bullshit, which I think is stupid. Okay, I yeah. think you don't you don't suspend your star player for the playoffs. I mean, if you want to make noise, hey, in the this playoffs, is the gotta, this is the play in, not the playoffs. It's it's the playoffs though. Well, if they lose, they they technically go home. Yeah, now it's like it's, it's like game seven for basketball them. now. Yeah, I, I I think that it's still it's an important it's an important game. You want to show your fans that you care about like the future of the franchise. You want to bring a ring back home. I say screw the suspension. Just give him give him a bigger fine. He'll be all right. I, and Rudy Gobert is okay with fines. Trust me, he started the whole COVID pandemic in the fucking NBA, so he, oh he's God. used to that shit. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they didn't want him around the team. Who cares? It's it's an important game. You know you don't see like the Bucks. Hey, yo, Tom Brady. You know what? Like they did suspend yeah, like, them early in the season, but not. not yeah, saying not, not, yeah, not, not for games. important games. You don't you don't you don't hurt your star players that late in the season. It's true. But any anyway, so the whole playing thing. Um, my opinion on it, like the whole 
four teams fighting for two spots. I'm not a big fan of it. I just think it's a waste. Um, having 20 teams in total make the playoffs is a lot. It's two-thirds of the whole entire league. Like, I feel like if you're one of those teams that are not in the playoffs, I think you should be, like, embarrassed because that's how it, it's so easy to make the playoffs. It's, yep. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not a fan of it. I mean, I agree with you. This is the third time they're doing it. I feel like it's kind of irrelevant because the teams that come out of the play-in are not really going to make any noise. What I think it is is it's sort of like a prelude to the playoffs. They're trying to tell you, hey, come watch these games, the and we'll, they'll advertise the playoffs but, but, to start in this weekend and, you know, get you hyped for the playoffs. But none of these teams that are coming out of the plane are really going to make any sort of noise. I agree with that because yeah. not for nothing, these were some pretty good games. Like, I think what – I don't remember. I didn't want again, I didn't watch the Heat-Bulls one, but the other three games, they came down to, like, the last second. Which, honestly, like Skin said, it, it is a good way to get people to say, like, hey – like, you think these games are good? Like, wait till the playoffs? I mean, maybe to bring up TV ratings. I mean, playoffs speak for themselves at playoffs. But, yeah, these, but I think, these games are good. But I think it just gets straight to the point. Season's over. Bring on the playoffs. Because now, let's say, for example, you are the... Um, let's look at a team to throw out there. All right, let's say you're the Heat. You were originally the seventh seed going into this. You had a nice record. And now you're on the brink of elimination if you don't beat... Um, the Bulls on Friday. What was Miami's regular it. season head-to-head with Atlanta? That's what I want to know. They had to play I'm each sure other four that. times. I'm, I'm really curious to see what that was. Certain teams, uh, I don't buy into that. Because you play, you play a team four times in the regular season. Let's say you beat them three or four times. Now you lose to them one time, and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's, why I don't, that's why I don't buy into that, because like you just said, it only takes one game in this round. If it was a seven-game series, then I'd be like, okay, how'd you do against them four times? Miami versus Hawks 2022-2023 season. I also think that uh, injuries throughout the season play play a toll on those games. So that's why I think that you can't really go by them. You know, Especially now in the NBA, they like to rest guys and just, just to rest I'm them. I'm talking about it as, stupid. as like a tiebreaker. I think Miami ended up with more wins than Atlanta too, right? Yeah, Miami was a seven seed. They were, they had three more wins than Atlanta. Yeah, but I'm saying they could have been the seven seed with as a tie with Atlanta and have them on the head to head. But that's not even the case. So they might have beaten them more and still won more games than them, and they end up losing the playing game and all the rest doesn't matter. So Miami did have the head. Miami was three to one versus the Hawks. Yeah, see, perfect example. Why don't you just yeah. award so Miami, them? The... Miami worked their ass off this whole entire season. Worked hard to be the seven seed. And now they're like, yeah, because of this whole play-in bullshit, you might not even make the playoffs anymore. I think that's stupid. I think it, it, it's not I mean, it's not fair for those teams. I think having those two extra teams is not going to make that much of a difference anyway, like we said. Like, I highly doubt the Bulls, the Raptors, or the Thunder or Pelicans of 9 and 10 seeds at the time do make much of an impact anyway. I mean, given I think the Bulls might because I, I think they'll beat the Heat, but... Like, I don't know. It's, I think it's just stupid. Stick to the eight teams and call it a day. I mean, this rule was put in because of COVID. Yeah, but... Like, I, because of the whole shoring season. And they think, like, yeah, like, let's keep it. I, I think they should just get away with it. It's not worth it. It's not... I mean, you guys seem to enjoy it. I feel like you guys... One thing it definitely so does know, is it changes your, your trade deadline, for sure. Because you have more people that think, oh, we might be able to get in there. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean that was that was the whole Mavericks game plan. They traded for Kyrie, and then look where they ended up. Yeah, yeah, but Still. you have more teams thinking, you know, let's go and try to win opposed to it's so easy to tank in basketball. That's why we have the lottery there, and they want. I guess they mm-hmm. want more teams to try to compete, give them some sort of reason to. Yeah, but this, what's the whole point of? Like, I don't know. It's. I rather lo- things. I rather lose more games. Like, why? Why would I even want to make the playoffs and go against the Bucks or the Nuggets round one? If I'm from the from the ten seed, I'm really losing my chance at a like a, at a better lottery pick if I win a game against the freaking another lottery team. And what if I lose? I don't know. It, it, I mean, I think it's just stupid. I think get rid of it, but they obviously won't because they don't care. What, Maybe soon they'll have thirty teams make it and. We'll just uh, yeah. the regular season so, will just well, be for the regular season. The regular season is like it's like spring training. <laughs> yeah. You know, you build up for it, and that's it. But it is what it is at this point. Um, on to I guess future rounds of the playoffs. We're gonna have the Bucks play the winner of the um, Heat, the Bulls, and the Heat. Heat and Bu- Heat and Bulls. Um, I think we're all in agreement. Bucks win regardless mm-hmm. who they play. Yes, yep. then it's clean sweep. But actually, a couple, couple of years ago, the Heat beat the the Bucks and they rode to the final. I know it's a different team now, but a couple of years ago, yeah. But still, I'd know. like to I mean, see that. Basketball so basketball, you have a different team every year. Like you, it's it's, it's so you can't really like just throw back past years. I feel like every year you always have a breakout player. You always have stuff like that. But I do think though the Heat, the Heat will put up more. The Heat game. will put up more of a fight than the Bulls will. Yeah. Nah, I don't know about that, but I, th- I think they'll both come away with one game. I don't, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I think they'll find one game in there where that they can win. Um, now, the next one, we have the Celtics versus the Hawks. I think we're all in agreement as well. Definitely a sweep. Celtics. Yeah, Celtics easily. easily. Um, then, you know, our favorite series. Let's oh, with the two of you because you guys are both big Nets fans. Um, the Nets versus the Sixers. Clean sweep. It's not going to be a clean Skin. sweep. I'm telling you, I said it last night, I'll say it again. It's not going to be a clean sweep. I like what they've done. At first, obviously, you know, you're upset that you, you trade away KD, Kyrie. But I think it in it has worked out for the best so far. I, I mean, I like what we've done. I like what Jacques Vaughn has done with the team. So I think they'll compete. I'm not saying they'll win the series, but they're not going to get totally embarrassed. They're not going to get blown off the court. And that's, that's, I think, all you can ask for at this point. They're playing with house money, so whatever happens, happens. Just go out there and fight. I want to agree with that, especially the part where you said I don't think they get embarrassed. But I do think they'll maybe, like, maybe maybe one game they'll pull out. But they, like, they got embarrassed getting swept by the Celtics last year, and they were such a better team. Granted, I know... They ended up going against a team that went to the finals ultimately, but they were such a better team and they got absolutely embarrassed. And if you ask me, this team is significantly worse and the Sixers are like slightly worse than the Celtics. I mean, they're a three seed for a reason, you know. I don't think I don't think they do too hot this, this year. I think they should definitely lose out, don't risk injury mentioned that last night don't don't play these games that just leave you open for injury and focus on little timmy who just got his confirmation last weekend 
Yeah, that big uh, 2029 draft, and you know, I'm looking forward to that. Like, I put that in my calendar already. Like, I, I, I want to watch that live. Like, I, I need to make sure I'm in a good spot. I need to know who they're taking with that first round pick. I need to know how, how worth it it was. But it's gonna be worth it. Kids. The Mavs are not gonna be good by then. I'm telling you, it's it's a long way down the road. That could end up being a big trade. That poor seventh grader right now is like doing math problems in class. <laughs> Yeah, right now he's he's like eight twenty one. Yeah, he probably just got to homeroom. You know, <laughs> mommy, mommy just dropped him off. Mm-hmm. He's uh, getting excited. Maybe he's crying because his crush like won't take him to prom or. He's probably wearing a uh, Kyrie jersey right now. <laughs> yeah, he's probably wearing the bronze sneakers. <laughs> All right, on to the last game in the Eastern Conference. We have the Knicks versus Celtics. I think this is gonna be the closest game in the whole entire East. I think go seven. I think um, Knicks are going to win in, in, in OT game seven by three points. You heard it here first. Lock it in. You guys are welcome. It is going to be a close series, but I don't think the Knicks are going to do it. The, uh, the Cavs have home court. I think they win it in six. No, I disagree. I think the Knicks are definitely going to take the series. I think they'll win it in six. Because you got to remember, when you go against a team like New York, they, first of all, the fan base is insane. I don't we think... We get that fight in us. Listen, the, the Knicks, they brought out Spider-Man. The Knicks Spider-Man guy. I forgot his name. <laughs> but they, they bring him out, and he's like bad juju for any team that pulls up. I think, did they win last year? Did they beat the Hawks? Last year, the last year, no, last year the Knicks didn't even make the playoffs. No, but the year year before they made the playoffs and they played the Hawks. They did. I remember, I remember Trey Young talking all that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dirty lollipop. But anyways, I definitely think the Knicks pull out this series. They got a nice young team. They're pulling it together. I definitely think that they will win this series. The Knicks are also three one versus Cleveland this year, and they won three in a row. So, I don't know if that means much to you guys. I mean, given no, one, one, one of those games was really close, but... No, I'll, here's my other I'll question take, for I'll that. I'll take Donovan Mitchell, the Mets fan. I was I was also going to say, when when did Don, Donovan Mitchell come onto the team when they played? Like, were they... Did they already lose one, and then they came up 3 nothing or... Why did he come, the, when he come to the Cavs? Was, it was before the trade deadline. Like, wow, no shit. But it was like well, it was like a, so it was a month two games two, in twenty twenty two, so it was two games in twenty twenty two they split. Cleveland won the first one, Knicks won the last one in December, and then in January March the Knicks took both. So the Knicks definitely have their number, I would say. No, I was looking at the book and the uh, Cavs are the favorites. Rightfully yeah, so. I mean, you're gonna see you're gonna see all the top seeds being favorites. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily. I don't, I don't, mean I don't think anything, there's any though. lower seed that's to be a favorite. I I'm telling you, going back to that other thing, I think the Lakers are going to pull that one out. But okay, all right. Well, to the to the Western Conference we go. Um, we'll talk about the Lakers first, I guess, because you jumped the gun. Yeah. Then we'll, then we'll go to the Nuggets. So Grizzlies versus Lakers. I don't know why you guys think the Lakers are going to win. I, I really don't. Because Memphis is not there yet as a team in terms of. They they don't have that maturity level yet to beat LeBron. <clears throat> excuse me, 
to beat LeBron in a seven-game series. That's the whole and thing. Skin. That's. I totally agree. Oh, the Grizzlies are. The Grizzlies are the favorites. To win yeah, the they're the favorites they're to win. Minus one thirty-six. That's that's probably the the closest one out of all of them. Exactly. Exactly. The rest of them are shutouts, and it's not even close. I bet. But. Uh yeah, for the most part. At minus uh, one thirty-six, think... that's a coin toss. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the I think the Grizzlies pull through. I mean, given my answer is strictly because I hate LeBron James, and I'm I'm even gonna be like. Well, I'm not even gonna like just defend it. I'm just gonna say it. Yep, I hate LeBron James. I hope it's, I pray for his downfall. Um, and yeah, so no matter who he plays, I'm gonna root for the other team. So on to the uh, other game. Uh, the Nuggets will play the winner of the Thunder versus the Timberwolves. Timberwolves. I think the uh, Nuggets win regardless. The Nuggets are too strong for either of them. Yep. Yeah. Again, they have then, that maturity level too. Yeah, they're just a good team. I, I just don't get it. Is uh, what's, was, what's the name winning MVP again this year, you guys think, or not? I've been I hearing Embiid no M- is going to win MVP. Who? Who? Embiid. Embiid? Uh, finally? It only took him, like, what, four years in a row? Of, like Jokic could win it, too, though. I don't know. I mean, it's going to be close. I think every time... I think the, the NBA um, MVP is always controversial. There's always, like, three players that could win it, and they always give it to one who doesn't deserve it. But... That's a conversation we'll have on a different day. Um, next game in the Western Conference, Warriors versus the Kings. Skin, explain why you're taking the Kings. I'm just going to call you out. I'm not taking the Kings. I'm taking the Warriors. You said last no, night. Last night no, you the Kings. no. No, I didn't. He said the Warriors. Yeah, I'm taking the Warriors. They have the experience. They should never... You were saying how they're uh, the sixth seed. I'm saying, yeah, they're a sixth seed, but they're not an underdog. They should be favorites. Oh, yeah, you called them the oh, That's what you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah. I'll take in the Warriors. Yeah. Um, I think they're gonna end up. It, they're the six, right? So they'll end up playing the Lakers if they did win the series. I think that would be a great series. I think that's what most people would want to see in the second round. Yeah. So the Warriors are minus two eighty. <clears throat> they're the only lower seed to uh to be favorite. Be a favorite. Wow. Yeah. Which I think is interesting to see, but yeah, you 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 can't bet against Curry and the boys in the playoffs. That. I, I'm, I'm riding the Warriors all the way until I possibly can. Yeah, I agree. Close. I mean, they're, then, they're the defending champs. How could you bet against them? Like, I know the seeding doesn't matter at this point. You know, they can beat anybody. But yeah, but they're also missing. Right, so right now, they're missing a big piece of their offense. Wiggins, as of right now, isn't playing. That's a, he was a big factor in their team last year, especially in the playoffs. So, And they're still favorited. I mean, assuming he might. Yeah, so if he comes back now, I think Warriors are going to win it all. Because he's just, he's just a big... No, no, no. You can't, I, you can't ignore him. I don't want to see them win it all, so I'm not going to I'm not gonna agree with you there. No. All right, and then we got uh, Suns versus the Clippers. Suns in four. Yeah, I agree. What did, uh, we said last night Paul George was out. So I really don't think the Clippers have any fighting chance against the Suns. What's the, the no. line on that one? The Suns are minus five hundred. Yeah, yeah. The they the Clippers might take a game, but I'm gonna agree with Joe. It's gonna be a sweep. Yeah, it's not gonna be fun. Um, so I, I made this point last night. I forgot to say it before, so I'm gonna say it now. Um, I am taking the Sixers to win the Eastern Conference, just for one reason and one reason only. It's the year of the city of Philadelphia losing every single championship. So. 
Sixers at plus 450 to meet the, uh, the NBA Finals. It's not, a, it's not a bad waste of money. But, yeah, I, I, I'm praying on Philly's downfall, so I think it's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. Not when you have to go up against the Boston first, and then you have to play Milwaukee second. And I just don't see yes. them beating both of them. Okay, but we also said the same thing about the Phillies. And I, I, just, I really do think it's the year of Philly teams making the finals and losing. You can't compare like, you baseball, though. Yeah, but I mean, the Sixers are a good team. They're not like dog shit. They're not like an eight seed team. They're they're the third they're the third the third seed. So I mean, they're they're a good team. I just I'm I'm just praying on that city's downfall so bad, where it would just be comical and I could win some money at, at the same time. Uh, so I wouldn't be against. I don't want to see James Harden in the finals. You know, I want them out early. <laughs> no, but he'll lose. In the, yeah, 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 he'll lose to the Nets. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, He's got to go through the Brooklyn Nets. He's got to go through Bridges. the McCall Bridges Uh-oh. 3. Yeah. I mean, hey, the Nets might have a chance at home because James Harden sucks in Brooklyn. So, you never know. That's true. Maybe the Nets pull out two games and then they'll figure something else out. But, uh, yeah, I think that's all for basketball for now. Um, So, I guess we're going to jump right into football. Oh, uh, you know, this big news happened last... Not last night, a couple days ago. Skins boy, Odell Beckham Jr. to the Ravens on a one-year, $15 million contract, which is up to $18 million if there are bonuses and all that bullshit. Skin, what are your thoughts on your boy taking that amount of money and heading to Baltimore? So when I said originally that I wanted him back, I thought it would be on a deal maybe 8 or $9 million. I don't. I didn't think it would be any more than that. Maybe even incentives and part of that. Then I see he's got $18 million and I believe it's $15 million that's guaranteed. And then he's got $3 yeah, million 15, yeah. through some sorts of incentives or whatever he's got to do. But that's way too much. The only thing I took away was that Lamar was recruiting him there so I think that answers that I think Lamar will end up staying in Baltimore I think he wants Odell there I think the front office said let's make this guy happy he really wants him let's bring him here at all costs I remember you mentioning last night I think this solidifies him staying in Baltimore I definitely agree that he was completely overpaid but I guess resumes get you a little bit farther when you have a Super Bowl but I don't think he deserved all that, especially playing on two broke, torn ACLs. Like he's not—he's not the same and, player that he was. And he's thirty years old. He's not this there. Think, like he's not—he's not—he's no. not the New York Giants Odell that could jump up, fall backwards, catch a touchdown. Like he's not that same player anymore. Or get into a fight with the kicking net, right? <sighs> yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. He's too. He can't be doing that. He's too fragile, <laughs> man. You know. I think. Especially in football, I think once you reach age of 30, I think teams start looking at you differently. And especially once you like have those two torn ACL injuries, it's it's tough to even like ask for that big money. I mean, yeah, they're paying $18 million for the name Odell Beckham Jr. They're mm-hmm. good. They'll, honestly, they'll have a good amount of number in sales on his jerseys and stuff like that. Yeah. But and given it's also a piece the Ravens do need. Lamar needs, if Lamar's still there, I'm assuming he is now. He needs some weapons. I mean, he can't be throwing a Mark Andrews like you said last night. And it's a short, it, uh, it's, a short it's a short, it's a short term commitment though. Like, I get the yeah, money. It's a one year deal. That's why like, I get it. But that's too much money. 
Like, it's probably also because just, they want to test them this year. Yeah, but if you get but eighteen million is a lot to test. If you want to test someone out, you give like here, here's like this is your prove it contract. Here it's like all right, we'll give you one year, ten million, prove it. We'll resign you. You don't say yeah, give me my max deal that I want for actually like approve it to you guys. Then when he doesn't prove it and he gets hurt again, then you're like oh shit, right, we fucked up. We lost a lot of money. But uh, speaking of contracts, the contract we want to discuss is both of your boys, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Not signing the franchise tag. Uh, what, do, what do you guys think about well, that? I was disappointed to see that he wasn't going to sign the franchise tag, but I get it. You know, he yeah. wants he wants long term like commitment from the Giants, and I, I want to see that too. But you know, I earlier said when you commit to Daniel Jones, like for long term, all that money, it was kind of hard to to see them doing that for both of them. So I understood why they gave him the franchise tag. I think ultimately he will play. He won't sit out or anything. Hopefully, I, I I don't know, but you know I I get it. For a running back, it's a little different. You know, Daniel Jones is a quarterback. For running back, there, he's he's getting he's getting older too. You know, he wants assurances that he's gonna be taken care of. But I think he'll play ultimately, and maybe we can work out a long term deal with him in the future. Yeah, I agree. I like we mentioned last night. You know, nothing good really comes out of holding out for a player's contract like I know Melvin Gordon we mentioned last night that Melvin Gordon is the only one that held out and got a Super Bowl ring ultimately but if you look at him holding out for his contract when he was in his like prime didn't go well for the same him after? it wasn't the same Le'Veon Bell Le'Veon wasn't Bell. the same like it's it's mm-hmm. stupid holding out for these contracts is not going to go the way they want it to and like you said, like let your game do the talking. Like Joe Burrow, money like will said, come. Yeah, like you know, money yeah. will come. Like, yeah, it's just stupid. I think that I got like Joe Burrow, who's in yeah. the same situation as Saquon, where like no, not not the same situation, but like he's due for a big, he's due for a bigger contract this year. He's eligible. He's proven to the Bengals that he's their guy. Okay, he's he their he, he plays a different they position though. Them fully. Yeah, but he's you don't see him begging for money. You don't like that's if we look at like Jamal Adams a couple years ago. He was a safety begging for money. I mean, his workload is minimum. I mean, given if you're a quarterback, you should want to bless your quarterback. You want you should want to give him everything he wants. And for him not to beg for a bigger contract, at least we don't know about it. But it's it's the whole big it's a whole. Big I, thing. I like, take that back though, because Lamar Jackson's doing the same thing, and he's a quarterback. So yeah, yeah. So I'm saying if you look at football, especially in. Like, if it's baseball, it's different because there's no salary cap. You know, you just the owner is spending their money, and then that's it. I mean, there's the luxury tax, but that's, that's a different story. Football, there's a cap space. You cannot go over that budget. I mean, the Giants had issues like that over the last couple of years where their, their cap space was so minimal, they couldn't make the right roster moves like to get better receivers. So when the quarterback or any other position player like that is just begging and asking and demanding for more money and holding out, you're you're hurt. Not only you're hurting yourself, you're hurting the rest of the team. Because now, mm-hmm. if you're asking for those extra like ten million dollars, you can't sign those extra people. Like for like, let's be let's be realistic. Like we said before, Daniel Jones is not worth the forty million dollars that he got. No. But- if you bring his contract down to let's say thirty, like which I feel like he's probably better off worth. Maybe the Giants get Odell because now maybe their offer was eight million dollars to him. 
Now that $10 million that you gave to Daniel Jones can now go to a weapon that you guys desperately need. You guys need a receiver. Yep. But now money's being thrown around. And that's what Saquon has to realize too, I feel like, is that you can't ask for more money and you look at the rest of your team and be like, yeah, if I take this extra five to ten grand, uh, $1,000 or $1 million, what, how good is the team around me going to win? I feel like the most important thing for these players is get your ring and you'll get paid in sponsorships, endorsements, advertisements, especially when, you're, when your name is that big, like Saquon, like an Odell, like a Lamar Jackson. The money is going to be there. Okay, but back to what you said about Daniel Jones. How do you know that there wasn't another out, offer out there? Like, we don't, we're don't, we not sh- exactly sure what his market was. Let's say the Giants offered him 30, and another team comes out and offers him 34, and he takes that but instead. He, no, but that, yes, obviously there's the market around as well, but you also have to realize if you want to... If you have to, you want a team-friendly contract. You want to win with the Giants. You have to take the risk. As like you saw, Tom, like, as much as I hate Tom Brady, he was probably the best player doing that. He was never, or for most of his career, he was never the number one paid quarterback. He was always in the five through fifteen Cause range. He's smart. Because you realize that if if I want to win, I can't be making the maximum amount of money I deserve. I mean. Given you see a guy with seven Super Bowl rings, you're giving you're giving him an arm, a leg, a kidney, a liver, lung, whatever the fuck. Well, yeah, he, the fuck he, he took wants, he, he took pay cuts. But for, for him not to, yeah, but that's that's the main thing. You have to. There's money, and then there's the team itself. You have to, I guess. There's got to be a balance. Decide, yeah. There's it, it's, there is no perfect balance between the two, I guess, overall, because there's always going to be people that are too greedy, people that, I don't know, but. I think if you want, if you're committed to a team and you want to win with that team, you want to be on that team for your career, you're you have to be willing to take the pay cuts. And I really do think Daniel Jones is that is a giant for life. I think he, I don't think he would have like taken any other contract. I think he would have given the Giants a team team friendly deal. I think I agree with you. I think he he put up a smoke show earlier, not a smoke show, a smoke screen earlier. He, uh, I think it was right after they lost. He was very big on saying, "I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where. We'll see what happens in the off season in terms of his future." I think that was all BS. I think they just he used that as leverage to try to get a better mm-hmm. contract to get the money that he wanted. Like he said, I don't think he's worth it, but I do agree. Maybe there was another offer somewhere else. And but he didn't test. He didn't make it to free agency though, so we don't know if there was an offer out there. He got tagged before that, so technically no team was able to talk to him yet. Basically, we're, we're judging Daniel Jones' market based off the value of Jameis Winston and Derek Carr, who got signed the week before it happened. And given he got he got paid more than what they both got, and he deserves to get paid more than yeah, they absolutely. both got. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I will say that. I think it's – I'm like – they also – the Giants, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. This year was, I think no. – He's Just shown he's shown what he can do. Daniel Jones, the only reason yep. he gets so much hate is from the media. I, I don't think and they make it seem they like he's a terrible quarterback, but he's not. He's proven that. I, I can't believe Look at how I, I can't believe he we're is. sitting here talking about Daniel Jones though right now. Um, yeah, but all right. Right. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about Daniel Jones because we're talking about it's a it's a contract conversation. He's just I'm just using him as an example because his teammate wants a bigger contract. That's the reason why I'm talking about Daniel Jones. Yeah, but they I, I play think different positions. Day, the Giants chose wrong. I think that um, they should have gave Daniel Jones the franchise tag and gave Saquon the contract. I think Saquon is more suited for your offense. How much would the franchise tag have been Dan- on Daniel Jones? 
I don't think he's a better quarter. I don't think he's a good quarterback. I think he's in a good system that suits him well. Okay, but how but how much would the think how much how much would the franchise tag have been on Daniel Jones? 33, 34? Uh, whatever the whatever Lamar's is, it's the same thing, no? Yeah, they play the same position. Thirty something, yeah. But then yeah, so I don't know. And I, I don't think someone offers Daniel two first round picks for Daniel Jones, so you have more time to negotiate with him. I think Saquon on the other hand, you might see teams give him an offer, okay? I mean, given it's the running back position, no one—I don't think teams are going to overpay for that spot anymore. No. But still, I think the, no, the market's out there. I mean, yeah. But um, what other football stuff do we have? Still no Aaron Rodgers trade. Oh yeah, the Aaron Rodgers bullshit. Um, something came out where they want to go first round. I'm, I'm I'm tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers, honestly. <laughs> I don't. I mean, if you guys want to talk about it, the floor is yours. That's but all for. Uh, the longer this shit happens, it's not gonna happen till draft day. I feel it's like. all yeah, for yeah, leverage. Saying, we'll saw that. It's all for leverage. Whoever's putting those stories out there, I, I don't think there's any truth to it. But I, I will say, if it doesn't happen by the draft, I don't think it's gonna happen. By the draft, I don't think it's happening anymore. Uh, I'm preparing myself for another humiliating season of Zach Wilson, and then. Um. Yeah, and then you. Get, that, that's the thing, though. The Jets. The, I feel like the longer this holds out, the leverage goes to the Packers, because at the end of the day, the Jets promised and told so many people, Aaron Rodgers is ours. If it comes to the day before opening, like preseason, I would say. No. Still not no, the Jet, it can't be. It's, it's it. got to be before that. You no. need him in there. He's got to run plays. He's got to learn the guys. Yep. I mean, he's got to be sure. in there by saying. June. And the thing is, though, what. What value are the draft picks that we have now if Rodgers is on our team after if Rodgers isn't on our team after draft day? I mean, we'll get into I guess more of that talk in a couple of weeks when the draft is picking up. If he's still not a Jet, do you just because I think from now until then it's going to be like ten different stories that are going to come out. Would they consider drafting a quarterback then at the, at this draft? I think That's they still saying, should. Right? I think they should in the no. late rounds. No. I think they should wait another. Year. If we get Rodgers, then you wait a year. But if you don't get Rodgers, you need one now. Yeah, but if you, so have, if you don't have, if you don't have him on the team at the time of the draft, you know, and, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's gonna it's a shit show. It it really is bad. I mean, the, your only other option is give Lamar money. Maybe see what Lamar wants to do because that that you have until he officially signs with the ravens that didn't happen yet but talking about hol- so, holding out is there a chance this trade doesn't happen and aaron Rodgers does not suit up to be the packers quarterback week one I, I, but if he holds out i don't i don't think the packers care because the packers right now they so the packers are paying Rodgers regardless yeah yeah exactly uh, he's, he's getting paid but, and the packers mindset right now is jordan love so maybe they're willing to have Rodgers sit. Who cares? Like they don't. I think they're at the point where they don't care with, about what, what Rodgers thinks or what he wants to do. They're over that. They just want to do what's best for them. And I guess what's best for them is to make sure they get the right value for Rodgers, which is understandable. You want to you want to get the right price for your all-time great quarterback. But I don't know. It, it's it's a really it's turning into a mess. The longer and longer we wait. So I know it's a um, trade. How long does is the contract still? Because it's a trade. It's two years. So his he has two more years left on his contract, or three. So here's the thing: it's it's gonna be two years. They're he's what thirty nine? Huh? I think he's thirty nine right now, right? 
He's done after this contract. Yeah. Like, there's no chance he if he does but sign the thing again. Is, though, it could be he could retire right now. He could retire next year. That's that's the uncertain. So he. That's like, why you draft a quarterback. Left. It's like don't draft a quarterback to to put as a starting battle against him. But no, they have won. they have draft uh, Zach no. Wilson. They have yeah, yeah, the, the, get the high school musical. Get him Zach out of Wilson, here. That's the thing. That's terrible. No, because he's awful. I think. We still have we still have holes in our team though. Like we still need a better safety. We can still use a receiver because we traded Elijah Moore. We can still fill in those holes. That's what I feel like. You if you get Rodgers now, you get the quarterback next year. Have that quarterback learn under him in his second year. Because honestly, I don't think we have Rodgers that third year. I think he's on a two year thing. He retires and he's done. Yep. So as long as you have our rookie quarterback learn for a year under him, I'm I'm happy with that. Zach Wilson isn't the answer. I don't, like it's just, it's just a waste. But now let me ask you, what happens if you do draft, let's say, a quarterback in the seventh round? Do you think that that's seventh fine. round that's pick fine. hurts you? No. I, okay. if they, I mean, so that's if, why if, I think you Spencer should this year. If Spencer there in the, in the fifth round, sixth round, I wouldn't be against it. That's what I'm saying. I think you still from, need to. Even though he's fucking 30 years old, it's fine. I he's think, just there. Yeah, just yeah, I don't think he'll be there. I think someone's going to pick him up. But. I definitely think they but should he's old. because that's, that's the thing. Yeah, well, like you said, like be under Aaron Rodgers' wing, like have him. He, I don't know if he'll be a good mentor, but try to have so, him uh, mentor I'll him. It then. Well, Rodgers has so experience it, doing that, though. I mean, he sat under Brett Favre for a couple of years, so he knows how it is. No, it was, I'm saying it's it's smart. I don't think any rookie quarterback should start right away unless they absolutely need to. Everyone mm-hmm. needs to learn in the NFL, especially the quarterback position. Like, yep. look at Mahomes, even like. He is on a different planet. Like, don't get me wrong. But he said his rookie season, or his, like, first year actually being a starting quarterback, he couldn't read defenses. He's like, yeah, I had no idea what they were running. I just called plays, ran them, and I was shit came, shit came my way. It didn't take – it took him until year two where he was like, okay, I know what, this de- what coverage that defense is in and how to game plan against them and all that stuff. So I think every quarterback needs time to develop. But – you know, we'll have a fun off season. Like the Jets shouldn't the the Jets can draft the quarterback as long as it's not like a premium draft pick. Like the first three rounds, no, no, no quarterback. I don't want to deal with it. I agree. No, thank you. All right. Um, enough with football. Let's go on to baseball. And then we'll wrap this up. Um, baseball about what two weeks in almost. Yeah, two weeks. It was two weeks yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, going into going into it, yeah, the Rays. 12 and 0, the last undefeated team left. Um, what do you guys think about that? You guys think they're a legit team? You guys think, you know, it's off a show based on who they played? I think it's think? somewhere in the middle. I mean, they're winning games and yeah. they they're playing bad teams, but they're doing what they have to do and like I mentioned last night, you know, it's it's part of the scheduling. I mean, they're playing all these last place teams, but everyone will and they're excuse me. So they're playing against the um, what was it, the A's, the Nationals, the Tigers. Those are, those yeah. are all last place teams. And the Red right? Sox. Yep. So in terms of a division race, you only play fifty six games out of one hundred and sixty two within your division. So I think it's kind of stupid, but that's the way it is. And everybody in that division will play all the same teams. So I guess it is kind of even. But they're just doing what they have to do. They're winning games that they they're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, agree. I I do think they are winning the games that they're supposed to win, but like we said, they they are playing teams that are in last place. Like, 
The Detroit Tigers, I don't think. Javier Baez is not going to give them the whole... He's not going to get them the wins that he should be, I guess, if you want to call it that. But playing teams like that, I know the, the Red Sox are in a rebuild right now. They just finished dishing out some good players. And they play the Nationals. Nationals, I don't know too much about, but... I do think the Nationals are are terrible. (laughs) I do think that they're playing these teams that they should like. They should be winning. They should be winning these games, and they are. I think this this is giving them a nice lead going into the season that will help them in the long run. I don't think this holds up though. I mean, the way I look at it, they're playing. Yes, they are playing the bottom four teams, but Mexican said. Every team in their division is going to play the same exact teams. Everyone now plays everyone, which right. I think I, this is my favorite part about this season because now I, I, I kind of want to say every game matters because now you're, you're setting the bar so high against your other teams. Like the Yankees and Blue Jays now, if they want to compete in those like games, because let's be honest, the AL East is going gonna, is gonna to come down to a couple of games in that division. Going 12 or I guess 10-0 and 0 if, you wanna, don't, if you don't want to count the Red Sox yet, going 10-0 and 0 against those teams, that's insane. Because now no one could do better than that. Like they could either tie with you on against those teams or do worse. And I, I yes, baseball is a long season. There's still another 150 games to go. But if you, every, a lot, especially in those like big market, not big market teams, but especially in those like competing teams, every game mm-hmm. matters. I feel like yep. a game you can lose in April can haunt you in September. Like we've seen it many years. Like there's always. Like, I don't know, I guess they won the Yankees a couple years ago in the Mets. Like, whenever we win or lose the division or a wild card game by one game, we always look and, like, nitpick for that one game that you could have won. I mean, and it's going to be against teams like those. Like, you don't want to see your team losing to the Tigers. You don't want to see your team losing to the A's of all teams. Like, it, it's, uh, I don't know. I think they're winning games that they need to win, and they're, they're dominating. They're number one in run scored and number one in pitching ERA. Games in games in April count just as much as games in September do. So yeah. yep. every every game counts. So I think every game is big. Every game. Like, that's why when uh, teams like get yeah, like I don't know. It's it's very hard to explain, I guess, because everyone looks back. Oh no, the games that the game you lose the week before the playoffs means more than the ones you lost three months ago. I think it's all bullshit. I think win, yeah. win as many games as you possibly can early on in the season, just mm-hmm. so your path Get in the end lead. of the season gets a little easier. I mean, yeah. given the Mets do that every year, we have a great April, and you know when it comes to September and we lose our lead, we we realize, oh shit, yeah, we just yeah, fucked Mets, up. Mets, Mets, Mets. Yeah, Mets. The Mets will Mets, but Mets are gonna Mets. Uh, Speak, speaking about the Mets, though, you saw what Darren Ruff did last night. Yeah, that fuck that jerk off. <laughs> I can't stand him, bro. We knew that would like, happen. Like we, and he went back to the Giants. I think that's what pissed me off the most. Like we literally traded for him, and he went back to the team. That and in his first at bat, he, he gets an RBI double. I'm like, come on, this guy. This guy didn't have a double with us in the fuck for a year and a half. Uh, I guess another team I want to talk about because we're talking about hot starts. Um, one of the teams that surprised me that's off to a very slow start. I would say. Is the Philadelphia Phillies? You know they were the, one of the last teams to get a win, coming off the uh, making the World Series, losing the World Series, and I know I know injuries happen their way, but do you think should Philly should Phillies fans be worried or I guess the opposite of the Rays? It's earlier in the season, they'll come through later on. 
Um, so obviously they're off to a slow start, but I don't think every team in the division, I mean, even the Braves, I mean, the Mets are playing, well, what are we, seven and six? And the Braves, the, every, six, yeah. they're only a few games behind. It's, it's, Braves and nine and four. it's early in the season, so I, I don't, it's not panic time yet. I mean, there's, a, there's so many know, more games to play. I think I disagree because they are playing in that division with the Braves, with the Mets. And now apparently the Marlins are, are becoming that team. No, they're not. Mar- Marlins aren't a threat. They're, they're yeah, not, yet, not yet. No, not yet. Give, give them a year or two, though. They, they will be. Not yet. They're still very young. I the, Their pitching besides um, Sandy isn't there yet anyway. They have, they, I mean, they have a, a other couple of names, but they're, they're not there yet. Right. Okay, but better than th- last year though, but not 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 yet. They're not the one of the worst but, teams though. They can they can beat you. I mean. no. They yeah, have could, yeah. four second basemen playing three different spots. I I never seen that before. You have their Jazz in center field. You have Segura in. He was playing third base third. during the Mets you have series. Yeah. Arias at second. He's and, pretty uh, good. Who's playing first? Who? Arias. Arias. Yeah. Yeah, he for the cycle uh, yeah. two nights ago. He's he's gonna be very good. But Joe, what were you saying again about the Phillies? Sorry. No, yeah, no, like, so um, no, yeah, the these games that they're like they're so far behind in now. Like Skin said, these games are just as important as September games, and because they're so far back, they're digging themselves in a hole that even if they make it, like Grant, I know this is very early. The the records are not set in stone. But even if they still manage to get up in like the second spot again in the NL East, I don't think they're gonna win the NL East. So yeah, even if they get the second yeah. spot in the NL East, they're gonna end up playing a team in the wild card. And if you look at it right now, it could be like the Dodgers, could be the Giants, could but be that. The that goes back to what I was saying Mets earlier. Or, like you know, last season, if you're I'd, the if you're the Phillies, you're playing the Braves and the Mets nineteen times. That's that's not the case anymore. So. Yeah, it, I I do agree. You yeah, agree but, with you in that sense, you know. Yeah. Well, the Braves and the and the Mets all killed the Phillies last year at the same time. But Philly also had this last year, I believe. They also had a very weak start. That's what led to um. Joe getting fired. fired yeah. All that fun stuff, but I mean, I wouldn't hit the panic button yet if I was Philly, um, just for one reason, one reason only. You have Bryce Harper coming back soon. Sooner rather than later. I mean, I know he got cleared to hit, but they're not putting him in the games yet because they, they, they're saying sliding might not be there yet. They want to risk him sliding and all that fun stuff. And, you know, when Reese Hoskins got hurt, that's a big bat. I mean, like, so, unfortunately, I end up watching a lot of Philly games because my girlfriend's family just has it on whenever they're playing. And their lineup, compared to last year, is fucking atrocious. I mean, Trey, getting to turn was a nice addition, but, like, the rest of their lineup, I, I don't fucking know. They have a lot of injuries. I mean... Still early. I wouldn't hit the panic button yet just because of how weak overall the National League is. I mean, like I said before, I don't, know, I don't know if you guys listened to it, but the NL East, or not the NL, the NL itself has only seven to eight playoff teams, and they're, and they're one of them. So that's why I said with the Mets, I'm not worried about the Mets. So you think either. the NL is weaker? Uh, we talked about this on a previous podcast. You think the NL is weaker than the AL? I I totally disagree. We have we no, we have no, we have not playoff teams weaker in that way. 
I meant weaker in the sense that we have less teams fighting for a playoff spot. Okay, that that right. I'll agree with because I think the better teams. That's what I'm saying. It's it's a lot easier to make the playoffs in the NL than it is to the AL. Yeah, okay. AL, you're gonna have I think at least ten teams fighting for a spot. I mean, I'm not saying all ten teams are good. <laughs> I'm saying you're gonna have a lot of mid-level teams in the American League fighting for a playoff spot. In the National League, it's we kind we kind of know who's gonna be bottom there. heavy. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I don't, I don't think any team in the National League should be stressing out yet. But in, time will happen and all that fun stuff. Um, so that's pretty much all I, all I have for today's episode. Do you guys have anything you want to bring up in any of the sport or? No. Other than, oh, I mean, I know you guys don't talk about this, but I know Tiger Woods pulled out of the Masters. thought that was crazy. Yeah. Okay. Fuck Tiger Woods. Uh, I think golf's the one sport I would never get into. It's very slow, very slow pacing, and it's quiet. I don't, I don't do quiet. I don't know. I, you know me. If I could bring <laughs> up some soccer, I think Napoli's gonna come back in the the Champions League against Milan. Okay. <laughs> we, 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 we don't do soccer. Here. We don't do soccer. But I I have to okay. I have to say though again, the Nets are gonna give it their all. They're gonna compete. Trust me. They're gonna. They're going to make a series of it. It's not going to be a total embarrassment. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shall see. Joe, any final any final thoughts, any words you want to say before mm-hmm. I uh, wrap this up? Just thank you for having me again. Appreciate Hope- being here. Hopefully this nice, is the nice final take. <laughs> yeah, sk- this is uh, Skin's uh, feral tour. Yes. If he fucks up again. <laughs> um, if so... I mean, given if he fucks up again, you won't hear what I'm saying, but just know that, um, yeah, this would be the last ever recorded episode that Skin is ever in if he fucks up. But with that, uh, thank you guys both for joining me again. Uh, I know uh, it's been a fun, I guess, what, 12 hours talking with you guys. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, yeah, and uh, stay tuned for TikTok for the NHL bullshit and all that fun stuff. I will see you guys. Next.